Welcome to Podcast 5, Soul Inspired Leadership. And I welcome uh, Antoinette and I'm Ross. Now, today what we're talking about is uh, another issue I come across as an executive coach is in the area of communication. I mean, we're not going into all the different ways of communicating. It's basically the issue on the behavioural side of being too blunt or too evasive. In other words, too diplomatic, you say nothing and you're evasive or too blunt because you need to be direct. So that's the complementary behaviours at the far end of each part of the scale. So the key is you need to be direct and say what has to be said, but you need to say it in a diplomatic way. And that's, that's, that's what we try to work as a coach to get people, leaders, to communicate that way. Mm. So, Internet, what, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, for me, the first thing when I hear that is, of course, hmm, where does it come from that people are so blunt? Um, and I noticed that uh, a few times in my own day-to-day uh, -day life that uh, I become really very straightforward. Obviously, I'm German, so we... Very it's, direct. <laughs> it's a trait of ours. It's, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I become very straightforward, very direct when I'm starting to, when I start to become insecure, yeah, when, uh, or when I'm really tired and I'm thinking, well, you know what, I'm not going with any nice uh, phrases, I'll just say it as it is. Yeah, and that's, that's a good point because quite often I've noticed that it's a defence mechanism. So if I go blunt and direct at someone, it hides what I, mm. I, I'm actually feeling. Mm. So if I blast out, that's my little... My, it's my battle. I've just my battle line. I get. I'm under attack, people. Yes. So I, it's like a, a preemptive strike rather than because I'm in. I'm in fear. So I just. Yes. And that, and that's the snapback of particularly people who are quite quite uh, evasive in a lot of ways and under pressure, they come back with um, bluntness, and quite often that's that's just a defence mechanism to get you know bang there and that'll that'll shut her up or him up because I've just blasted them with a, and yes. they'll go away and stop annoying me. That's basically, yeah. Yes, yeah. so I hit first, and then they need to deal with the, with the aftermath, right? Then Correct. Uh, they, yes. Uh, so, but what is it then that you do? Because when I, or when, when leaders become, or are very blunt in their communication, what they receive is resentment, yeah? They, they, the other person will go, hey, they will retreat. Well, it's, so yeah, yeah. it's also about a dis disengagement. And I could imagine that uh, a lot of employees are not really appreciating a leader or an ex executive leader who is very blunt. That's, that's right. It, Actually, it's fascinating you're saying that. I'm, I'm thinking while you're saying that of just a few people, clients over the last, well, over the last period, and one of them, I was coaching a team, right? So it was the, it was the leader, plus, and they're all senior management team, and, and a couple of people whose reports. One of his reports said, I like, uh, let's call him Ross, I like Ross, because he's always to the point, and you never die wondering what's, what's needed, right? Mm. Um, but then I'd been coaching Ross to be more diplomatic. Right, and so he was. That's what he was doing. He's quite a diplomatic person, but he, you never died wondering what actually the message had to be given. What was sent was always spot on. Mm. 
then, then when I spoke to this guy, he, he was trying to do the same thing, right? That's what, that's what my boss does, that'd be right. But, but he left off the diplomacy part, right? And see, that's, oh, right. that's the difference. He, just, he was direct. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's what Ross says, or, you know. I should change the name, Ross the Boss, and we'd change that to Bill. Sounds better. Let's, that's what Bill does. I said, no, Bill does it with diplomacy. Yes, you have your point across. It's just the way you say it, mm. right? Oh, because he was wondering why I was backfiring. Right. And I said, now, if I said this to you and repeated what he was saying, I said, do you, how do you think you? How do you think if Bill had said that to you, what would have been your reaction? He said, well, maybe I would have, yeah, I might have reacted a bit different way because it's it can it can cause a lot of things in the workplace. Mm -hmm. It causes people to, you know, uh, well, people particularly who are insecure makes their confidence level drop even further. Um, or just, if, if nothing else, people who can take it walk away, mumble, mumble, mumble of what the way it was said and for the next hour and a half mm. they, they mumble on it. Mm -hmm. So while they're doing that for an hour and a half, they're not working. Mm. So now you've just crewed, like you just crueled someone and lowered their effectiveness for an hour and a half. So if you've gone and blast over five people around your office for the last two hours, you've, in effect, blown a whole day of time yes, because people are sitting collectively, mm. added up, they're sitting there mumble, mumble, but they're not working. And if they're working, they're not working very well and they're not connected. Mm. Very good point. So that's, that's the compounding factor of all these, a lot of traits where leaders go off and become their manager of process land and not, not a proper leader, mm. what effect it has. Mm. It, that's where the, the money is lost and the effect and the performance levels go down of people sitting at their desk mumbling and arguing in their mind, blah, 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 blah you know. They've got to get over that. A lot can and they move on. But it's the time <laughs> in that process and others can't forget it and they don't move on mm. and it becomes a bigger and bigger problem. So here's the, a fine line to to strike, right? Because you, as a leader, you can't always anticipate how your employees react, and no, it's not you, your responsibility. If someone you, then takes it yeah, personal, yeah, that's it's not right. your responsibility. But then, at the same time, you can preempt a little bit and and already anticipate, hmm, so with this person I can be a little bit more direct. Yeah, and, and that's knowing your person. Now, yes. without going into that, I, I coach uh, leaders on the, uh, with one, one thing I always believe in is you must have regular constructive feedback sessions with your direct reports. And they too, they must do that with their reports and so it flows down the organisation. When you're doing that regularly, I mean, um, regularly I mean once a fortnight at worst, should be once a week, but it's a it's a feedback session that you gives you a chance to get to know that employee. And yes, some employees can take it a bit mm -hmm. more because they're they're more in tune to that. Others can't, and particularly ones with insecurity, you're just destroying them even more. Mm -hmm. Lack of and lack of confidence, insecurity. We spoke about in the last podcast. That's quite prevalent. So we were speaking about the bluntness and. On the opposite side, uh, on the other end of that um, polarity, the other polarity would be diplomacy. Is yes, that that's correct? right. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Personally, I would say hmm, diplomacy, actually, that's something good to have. It is. Uh, 
so what in what circumstances or in what occasions would you say that diplomacy is uh, it could not be so great? Well, if it's not so great, when people get to the top, the far end of diplomacy, mm. you're just evasive. So right. you, you're so hell-bent on trying to be diplomatic, you actually don't say anything. Anything. Right. The art of a politician. Mm. <laughs> They're quite diplomatic, right? They would hardly say anything. They go round and round and talk about what, what did they say in the end? What was the point? Okay. Don't know. Right. And that irritates people as well. The key is you so have to be off, direct. Right? Correct. Mm. You have to be direct. There's no question about that. But say, well, say what you've got to say, but say it in a diplomatic way. And it's not, that, it's not rocket science to be able to do that. It's just practice. How would you bring someone, a person who's rather blunt, I think maybe even easier to rein back or to become more diplomatic. What, how, what do, do you do with someone who's overly diplomatic? What advice do you give them? Well, if they're over-diplomatic, then they've got to actually learn to say what needs to be said. Mm -hmm. So there again, it's just practice. Either end of the scale is just practice. Mm -hmm. And that could be, look, it, over, over compensating for diplomacy, being evasive, could be, that could be cellular memory from a childhood where once or twice you actually said what needed to be said and bang, you had your head chopped off, so you thought to yourself, well, I'm not doing that again. Never say what you're supposed to say <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I've just been shot 20 times, right? Yeah. That, that probably happens younger. In a workplace, that happens, people don't say much. It's like the saying, you sh don't shoot the messenger because if you keep shooting the messenger, this is what we tell leaders, they won't say any. they won't give you messages anymore. So... It's not quite diplomacy or, or anything, it's just communicating. Mm. You shoot the communicator, they're not going to communicate anymore. That's the same. In adult land in the workplace, that's the reaction. In youth, that's affected your inner self and, and deep-rooted behaviours that force you to do these things. Mm. And when you're really put under pressure because you're, you're being evasive, then you'll fire back. Just like you said before, Antoinette, you fire back because you don't want to say the right thing, so you blast out to scare, to scare people off, to, scare, to, to push them away. Mm. So you just get blunt as a defence mechanism. So that's how that works, OK? Mm -hmm. It's a good point to, um, to perhaps bring back into awareness that, as we mentioned before, Ross, that it could be a pattern that you learned or an experience that you had in your childhood where you were not allowed or you experienced saying what you had to say and you, as you said, you got your head chopped off. And perhaps then as an adult to realize that, yes, this is something that happened for me as a child, but now I have other tools and uh, uh, other ways of uh, dealing with possible consequences when I speak up. Yeah, so we're yeah. not falling back into the same That's right. pattern, That's right. but we were uh, allowing ourselves to remember and to remind ourselves that, yes, so as a child that was that, but as an adult I don't have to fall into back into the same Correct. pattern because uh, I know how to manage a situation. That's right, and, that's, and as a coach that's what we try to do, it's that reinforcement. Um, and, and look, it's one behaviour that I find that if people really work at it they can they can actually get better uh, in a reasonable amount of time. 
I think everyone gets better on most of these things to some point that's, that's sufferable for everyone, but it takes the time. As we've mentioned throughout these podcasts, it's the time that it takes for a coach to work with people to get there. And sometimes employers are quite happy to pay it, right? Other times, not, not so much, right? Because mm-hmm. you can only have so many sessions. Yeah. And if you're taking too long, then the, then the person playing the bill thinking, do we really need this executive? <laughs> Lord, if it's going to take all this time, what, what are we doing, right? Mm-hmm. So it, that's the challenge. So that's why we're looking at, and, and we've developed some product that actually helps, helps that process along. It just helps, there again, the, the coach's friend, helps driving uh, the person through affirmations and frequencies to repair the cellular memory and to, and to reaffirm their mind that they can do this. Because they, they can do it if you're sitting in the room watching them prepare in the meeting. It's a lot easier for them to be diplomatic because I look at you sitting there and they think, oh, I better be diplomatic here. Mm-hmm. And so the trouble is when you're not there, yeah. a lot of them revert back a little bit too far. So to quicken it up, that's what we've developed, is something that helps the coach when they're not there. It just makes their work more effective and robust. Uh, that's what we're trying to do. So, um, yeah, that's... To me, I think that's that's really the subject matter here, is this communication. We're not going to go into the, the act of communicating. This is just the art of the ability to use... Uh, it's really the body language, the way you, the way you communicate. It's not so much every word... Um, that's what it is and to me if that's the one thing if you can get right it makes a massive difference to two leaders and how, how, they, how effective they are so anything else that nothing more from Antoinette nothing more from Ross looks like we've finished the uh, podcast five on communication and next week we'll have another behaviour leadership behaviour to discuss okay. so um, great thanks guys thanks for tuning in talk to you next week